the pursuit of happiness. Hi, I'm Mike, and this is my podcast about my pursuit of happiness. Uh, so, sorry, last week there was no podcast. I, I did not have the energy to uh, to record one. I've had a rough couple weeks. I, I feel like I'm starting over with a lot of things, and we'll talk about that uh, this week. It's a, This week's not going to... Um, I know two weeks ago we were talking about <laughs> establishing a format <laughs> where I talk about it's a two-parter where the beginning of the, the podcast is a recap of, <laughs> of something that I was trying to do the previous week and then something I'm excited about trying this week. Uh, we're not going to follow that format this week whatsoever uh, because I didn't do shit the past week. Uh, I, I know I've been supposed to be working on meditation, but um, last Sunday, uh, not last Sunday, I guess Sunday before that, uh, I, uh, I had a setback. Um, I guess we can call it, we'll call it a setback. Sure. Um, basically I had to, um, well, I, I guess last two Sundays ago, I didn't do anything. I was, uh, basically let down by, by somebody. I was, uh, uh, it, which is a, a cycle. This is not a new thing. It happened before with this person as well. And, uh, and then I realized, um, after that week, um, I was very, very upset that week, and we'll talk about that. But after that, I realized that I needed to uh, let that that go. I needed to let that friendship, that relationship, that the the connection go um, because it uh, it was not good. It, w- it was just going to be cyclical. It was going to be a continued on issue, um, you know. And, and ultimately, it's, it's not my fault. It was the other person's fault. As far as not really fault, but uh, as far as uh, feelings and uh, um, pre-existing conditions, <laughs> I guess we can call it. So, <laughs> uh, some baggage, whatever. Um, so you know, and it's it's funny because I um, it, we talk about I've been talking about trying to learn meditation and practice meditation so I can learn in the now and everything else and be in the now and focus on the now and everything. And uh, two weeks ago, this uh, this this totally threw me uh, back into my pit of despair, my sorrow, swamp of sorrow, uh, and uh, did not live in the moment whatsoever. Instead, just re-ran scenarios in my head. What could I have done differently? This is my fault. I, I, I took ownership of, of the issue, and it's not my fault whatsoever. It was not my fault whatsoever. I know it's not um, at all. I did nothing. Um that I need to take ownership of for the most part, uh, when it comes to, to that. So, but I understand, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, the quote that I, uh, I found online, it says there's a story behind every person. There's a reason why they're the way they are. They aren't just like that because they want to be sometimes in the past or something in the past created them. And sometimes it is impossible to fix. And that's something I had to kind of come to grips with, um, with that and, and realize that the, you know, I'm not, I don't necessarily think I was trying to fix anybody, but I don't, you know, we're talking about in the past, I've talked about surrounding ourselves with positive energy and surrounding ourselves in, in a, a situation with people that are promoting uh, healthy habits and moving forward and, and healthy mental status and everything else. And uh, you know, this was not a situation like that. This was not a situation where that was happening. Um, 
you know, I, I got criticized by this person in the past about uh, trying to have a positive mental attitude towards things and, and trying to keep moving forward uh, about things. So, you know, I realized this, that that, that was not a, a healthy situation. And, and until they uh, feel the ability to, uh, to uh, you know, deal with their own uh, issues, it, it was not a good place for me to be. It was not a good friendship, not a good relationship for me to, uh, to be involved with. So I, I had to make the decision, the conscious decision, to not repeat that cycle. You know, the people we meet are either reflections of a repeated cycle or guides towards a new start. And uh, sometimes you got to notice the difference. And that was definitely, uh, I think, a a repeated cycle in that situation, unfortunately. You know, and and this was a a situation where where, uh, this friend also uh, definitely dealt with uh, depression issues and um, and has some some past uh, traumas that that they're dealing with and, and and they go to therapy and they're on pharmaceuticals and and everything else and they've even made comments in the past about me having to go to therapy and um, you know not necessarily agreed with with me doing stuff like this uh, to uh, to find my own <laughs> way of doing things but uh, you know. <laughs> Somebody that, that feels that they're doing all the right things because they're doing all the standard things and it doesn't seem to be helping their growth necessarily. I don't know. You know, I don't know if I agree with that or not, but it's it's up to them. You know, it's up to them to find their own path and find their own happiness. And, and, and I hope that they do. And I hope that, uh, you know, the path that they go on is, is a, a healing one for them and, and they grow. And maybe we can reconnect at a different point in the timeline, but we just kind of are at a, a point we met at a point in a timeline where just it's not not a healthy situation uh for i guess either of us uh i i would guess i don't know but it's definitely not for me as far as repeating a cycle as far as things go and and it's okay to do this you know it's okay to realize that you have built a friendship relationship whatever with somebody that is detrimental to uh, where you want to go, and and it's okay for you to break those those ties. Now, I'm not saying abandon people that need help or anything along those lines, and I don't think I'm doing that. You know, I don't I don't feel like I'm abandoning this person that needs help. Um, you know, the, the, I I don't feel that that's something that I'm doing in this scenario. But I I'm stepping back. I'm, I'm taking a step back uh, from the uh, the friendship, the relationship that that we built and uh, and trying to again create a much more positive environment for myself as I'm moving forward and that relationship just was not uh, was not healthy for for that continued growth so so it's been interesting Uh, you know I haven't done a damn thing on top of that my uh, my knee has been hurting Um, I I did hurt myself uh, on one of my stupid morning uh, jogs or walks, uh, my knee started bothering me. Uh, I had a virtual doctor's appointment, which was really fucking interesting. I'm like, how the hell are you going to, like, I'm just going to describe shit to you and you're going to diagnose me. Didn't it? It, was, it was over the phone. It wasn't even like a, a Skype meeting or anything like that. It was over the phone. And basically they did, they were like, Oh, they prescribed me, um, uh, was it a leave? Basically, a prescription strength, a leave, <laughs> Napers, naproxen. Uh, I was like, okay, <laughs> so that's that. So my knee is feeling better. I, I'm sure it was just some kind of inflammation in it. Uh, I have been taking that medication, so or that that a leave, basically that that extra strength, a leave. Um, 
and it has been feeling a lot better. So uh, I need to get back into the routine. This is something that, that I did want to talk about uh, this week is how important is for me, especially routine is, is, uh, and this is something that I've realized over the past couple of weeks, because the past couple of weeks, I, I haven't done a, a damn thing. I, I've had intentions on it. I've sat there and I've told myself to, to not do, uh, things that, that were detrimental and that I should be doing this instead. And I should be, you know, and, it, and it's funny because I, I got up, um, uh, you know, the alarm went off at the same time and I got up and, and some days I didn't, I, some days I snoozed a lot. It was very, very, reminiscent of uh, old habits that I was in prior to my uh, my journey starting, uh, which was very upsetting to me. Uh, but, you know, I recognize that and I fought with myself and I still have not overcome those. I'm still fighting with that. I'm pulling myself. I, I, I keep, I visualize my depression as, as a pit, as a hole. And there's a ladder that I'm I'm using to climb out of it, and that's the upsetting thing is when you when you feel like you built uh, strong rungs on your ladder, or you have somebody, a relationship, a friendship that you've built that they're holding the ladder steady for you, and all of a sudden they push that ladder down, or or the the rung that you thought that they tied on, uh, you step on it, and all, next thing you know, you're back at the bottom of your your pit. There, that's definitely a uh, you know visualization that I've seen. Uh, when it comes to this past couple of weeks, especially, uh, you know, I was, I was at the top of my, uh, my pit. I was doing good. I was in a healthy situation. I saw the sunlight at the top of my, my own little pit of despair. And, uh, you know, I was on that ladder and, and, uh, the person that I thought was there holding the ladder for me uh, kind of kicked the ladder out from underneath me, or, or like I said, the the rung that was there. And I'm not putting anything on them as far as, uh, you know, it, I did not set a precedent saying you are my entire support network, you know. Uh, I expect you to do this or anything like that. No, it was just it was a, something that I built in my own head when it came to that. And, and uh, having that, that setback, having me fall back down into the bottom of that pit, now i got to start that climb back over again. I'm talking about, and uh, that's one of the hardest things, you know, and, and that's one of the big things I see with my depression specifically is the um, – the, uh, <laughs> Uh, a procrastination of starting things. I, I'm very, very good. My my depression, my evil, evil mind, the evil son bitch Mike inside my head. He um, he is very good at justifying not to do things, not to start things. Well, it's okay. One more day. You can just relax. You're so tired. It's okay. Your knee still hurts. It's okay. Use that as an excuse. Use that as a crutch to not do something that makes sense. You know, I, yeah, maybe I couldn't have gone on the full walk that I've been doing, but I could have sure as hell got outside and I could have, you know, uh, walked around a little bit or, like I said, you know, at least just got outside and, and not sat in my, my, uh, my, my house, you know, in the dank darkness of my own mind, in my own house, that sort of thing. Uh, but I didn't. Again, I, my, my depression, my evil Mike inside me. And it's funny, I wonder what evil Mike looks like. Like, because in the Star Trek world, uh, the evil, like evil, um, uh, you know, the evil counterparts, wherever they had, they had mustaches, right. Or they had goatees, right. So evil, uh, um, uh, <laughs> drawing a blank on names here. Uh, the Vulcan, uh, <laughs> Mr. Spock, evil Mr. Spock had a goatee, right. So I got a big full beard and, and mustache ready. So his evil Mike is, uh, uh, he's clean shaven, I bet you. <laughs> so some bitch clean shaven. Um, but evil Mike inside my head 
is very good at justifying things and uh and uh, uh like i said starting is the pro- procrastination on starting something is always uh, the one of the hardest things for me and i broke past that barrier and i i was doing this morning routine and it was great it was wonderful it's feeling good again i yes i did injure my knee a little bit but that's for me trying to push myself a little bit too far maybe uh plus i invested in some much better shoes as far as walking goes uh, to help with joint pain relief and everything else. So, so you know, going forward, I just got to fucking start doing it again. I got to, you know, get past that and just start the routine again because I was very happy in the routine. It was very, very positive for me. And I think routine, as much as I may hate it in the long run and, and may have to figure out a way to change it up in the long run to stay interested and stay invested with it, but routine is such an important thing I think it's such an important tool for me, and, and this, you know, your mileage may vary. Again, I'm not suggesting you guys uh, do anything that I do. You just, I'm just here for entertainment purposes, and and really just to catalog my own <laughs> my own rambles <laughs> for future playback purposes. I guess I don't know, but uh, I'm not suggesting any medical or anything along those lines. But for me, routine has been a huge, huge uh, positive for me. Having that routine, that morning routine, getting going, getting uh, getting up, getting going, and everything else has given me something to look forward to. It's given me something to stick to. I got to do this. I got to do this. You know, And that got me out of the procrastination mindset. That that helped me very, very easily beat back the uh, the enemy mind every morning that said, no, you shouldn't do that. It's like, no, I have this routine. I got to do it. And then all of a sudden... Like I said, my own little personal world collapsed, and I sat there and I started um, trying to think retrospect on myself. What did I do? What could I have done differently? This is my fault, I'm sure, so forth and so on. Again, not living in the now and falling back into this this hellacious pit, and then being comfortable in there and and not you know it, recognizing you should still be doing this. This would be helpful. This would be healthy for you to do, but instead um, not doing it. Uh, because they justified not doing it. Well, just one more day, it's fine. Oh, my knee will be better. Uh, I'll use that uh, as the excuse this morning because, you know, uh, it it feels much better, but I don't want to re-hurt it again, so maybe I'll just take another day off from it. Um, so all of a sudden, the the, the enemy mind, <laughs> the evil one inside, uh, was able to creep up and uh, easily, very easily, <laughs> swayed me out of a routine that has been very, very helpful and uh, and joy-creating for me, all of a sudden now, um, it was not. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, it was the easiest excuses that, that I could find uh, to uh, to move on as far as that goes and not do what I was doing. And it's been horrible. It's been a horrible two weeks. Now, I think I am cresting uh, about. I have not gone out. I was going to walk this morning. I stayed up way too late last night. Um which is an odd thing. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm in bed by ten o'clock <laughs> recently. Actually, I go up to bed at. Uh, so I take my my uh, my nightly con- concoction right now. I have melatonin. I take melatonin, uh, ashwagandha, and passion flower, and some CBD. Uh, I go up to uh, my room at nine thirty and I read for a half hour, and then I go to bed by ni- by uh, ten o'clock, and it's been wonderful. Um, this past uh, two weeks, uh, sleep has not been as easy. I think uh, my lack of physical activity, uh, the lack of my morning routine, the ra- the lack of, of uh, 
joy <laughs> that I've had, uh, the absence of joy, I guess, that I've had the past two weeks uh, has made it very, very hard uh, for me to uh, to find sleep, long-term sleep, comfortable sleep. So it's been a nightmare. And then last night, uh, I, fall, I fell down this rabbit hole <laughs> yesterday of traditional Appalachian pine needle basket weaving. <laughs> I know, it's weird. I don't know. Um, but I wound up watching a lot of videos on it last night until about 2 o'clock in the morning. So I finally dragged myself to bed. Uh, was overstimulated at that point. Did not fall asleep right away. Uh, on top of that, I also got a tattoo um, on my arm uh, earlier this week. And uh, I usually have uh, do the wet healing with Saniderm. But for some reason, because this one's on like the outer part of my forearm where my elbow area is. And... Um, the Saniderm was just leaky and it wasn't staying on because it's by my elbow and it was bendy and stuff like that. So I went to more traditional um, dry style healing where I just wash it and, and I actually use uh, like a shea butter, hustle butter uh, on it to heal it. Um, but it's gooey uh, because of that. So I'm worried about, and it's on the outside of my forearm, so I'm like worried about getting it gooey all over my uh, bed and it's painful right now because it just got done and uh, you know there's there's some scabbing going on now because I'm going this old the the, the more traditional route of healing opposed to the wet healing with sandy derm which doesn't really scab up as much so whatever so I have that on top of it so it's like oh well, last night I was very uncomfortable and I didn't want to get uh, shea butter goo all over the place and I didn't want to rub my fresh tattoo on my sheets and uh, irritated anymore so it's just a perfect storm of not sleeping well and I got up this morning the alarm the alarm didn't go off it's Saturday uh, so it's Saturday morning I did not uh, set an alarm because it's Saturday but I woke up at six uh, opened my eyes at six uh, laid in bed went back to sleep finally got out of bed at eight o'clock decided to make this uh, the podcast because I was supposed to do it yesterday but I didn't so <laughs> there's that <laughs> so I, I was like just get up and do it uh, I actually wanted to get up earlier and do it, but uh, it is what it is. I got a little bit of sleep. That's fine. But um, but I need to get back into the routine. I need to get back into uh, into my routine uh, for sleeping as well as for getting up and uh, moving. So I have, like I said, I, I have tried to go to bed earlier this week, like to follow that part of the routine or whatever. Um, I've been very tired though. Like it's, it's, even though I feel like I have gotten some decent sleep on some nights, I still wake up very tired. So I don't know if I'm dealing with a, just a, uh, uh, a debit right now. You know, I'm dealing with, uh, with a, a negative, uh, sleep count to begin with. So I'm, I'm try, trying to make up for a deficit at this point or whatever. But, you know, I, I, I'm in much better spirits. Uh, I think I will start, uh, my walking routine tomorrow that I know it's going to be, an issue in the morning when my little brain says, uh, uh, no, just lay here in bed and I need to overcome that. And I think tomorrow is going to be my breakthrough as far as that doing, doing that, just getting up and doing it. I don't give a shit what my brain says. I just got to get up and do it. So, um, so I'm going to look forward to that tomorrow and get back on my routine for the week. Got to get back into healthier eating habits the past two weeks. I've just been just, just horrible eating, uh, just lots and lots of, um, <laughs> Uh, easy grab uh, tortillas and peanut butter <laughs> just because I've been uncreative. And I find when I'm very uncreative, when I'm very unhappy, especially in the kitchen, cooking is not the easiest thing in the world. I did make uh, a pretty bitchin' um, uh, vegan uh, 
uh, chick on uh, Korma that I was very, very happy with. But uh, most of the day was a lot of uh, just useless calories of peanut butter slapped on tortillas, <laughs> which is my go-to, uh, my go-to <laughs> uh, sadness food, apparently, because <laughs> it's just super easy and whatever. Um so I got to get back into feeding my body some better fuel and then again, getting that exercise going again, and that'll bring that sleep back around for me and everything else. But, uh, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay that, that we can identify relationships. And I think it's, it's a positive thing as far as growth goes that we can identify relationships and possibly, uh, make decisions. Now I'm not saying that you should shirk uh, responsibility. You know, if you have a, a friendship relationship or whatever, and there's a responsibility factor involved, you can't just walk away from, from that and just throw your responsibility to the side. Obviously you got to deal with responsibility if there is some, uh, but it's okay for you to dissolve friendships. It's okay for you to dissolve uh, toxic uh, type relationships or, or cyclical uh, relationships where you identify this is a cycle of of, uh, of unrest that's not working for you, that is not putting you in the positive uh, mental space that you want to be in, that is not uh, that that you're dealing with with a relationship or a friendship that is promoting uh, the negative instead of the positive, right? And that's what we want to do is we want to surround ourselves with the positive. We want to surround ourselves with supportive, positive mentalities uh, from the people we come in contact with on a regular basis, the people we talk to on a regular basis. Now, over the past week, I've had some great interactions where I've, I've kind of reestablished some, some friendships as well and uh, had some great interactions, uh, some moments of, uh, of uh, clarity as far as uh, joy goes uh, out of my pit of despair, a, a, a ray of sunlight uh, came shooting down my, my little pit of despair as I'm climbing up my ladder out of it. Uh, so there has been some joyous uh, reconnections over the past couple weeks uh, as well. Uh, I had some, some great, um, a great opportunity to, to possibly get somebody else into podcasting, uh, which I'm really excited about. They, uh, they reached out to me and uh, start asking about how I learned to podcast. And I'm like, you've listened to my podcast. Obviously, I haven't learned to do a damn thing. I just sit here and talk to myself. But <laughs> that's what I really wanted to say. Because uh, this person was asking about classes, uh, if they should take podcast classes and stuff. I was like, no. I was like, just start talking. Um, and we talked about about that. We're going to actually get together uh, through a phone call, hopefully, and talk a little bit more about it. Uh, I encourage everybody, if you guys want to start a podcast, you don't need to go like I'm a, I'm a gear whore. No question about it. I love stuff. I've spent way too much money on audio equipment, um, for podcast purposes that, that you don't need, you know, I use, uh, anchor.fm as my platform there, my distribution platform. Literally you can report a cod podcast, a cod past. <laughs> You can record record a cod pass. What the heck is that? That's some fishing village bullshit right there. We got the fishermen coming in today on the cod cod pass, and uh, we're gonna talk about how the uh, the numbers are running out there on the deep sea line. So, uh, so you can you can start a podcast if you got something to say, if you got something to talk about. This this person that I was talking to, a friend of mine, I don't want to say their name. I don't know if they're cool with that or not uh, yet. I do want to have them actually on as one of my interviews uh, because I do uh, respect this this person quite a bit. Um, I like what they've done with their lives and, and everything else, and I'm sure there's 
uh, trials and tribulations maybe I don't necessarily see uh, based on the social uh, platform and whatnot. I get to see, uh, <laughs> you know, we get the polished, <laughs> the polished example. Uh, but what this person's done, they're an author, they're 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 self-made type person. Uh, I really do appreciate who they are. So hopefully I can get them uh, to do an interview with me um, once I get that stuff set up. But they were they they're they're a blogger too, and they said you know I think podcasting can bring an extra level to their blog instead of just written words and you know sit here and talk instead. I was like yeah absolutely, and um, and like I said I use uh, Anchor.fm and and you can literally record a podcast directly on your phone through Anchor FM without you know having to go out and invest a ton of money on, uh, on equipment and stuff. So, um, so anybody can do this if you, if you really want to <laughs> so definitely, you know, definitely. Uh, but it was cool to, to see that, you know, some interest in, in, uh, other people joining into the podcast, uh, space and, and see where we can go from there. And uh, so, like I said, there has been some, some minor victories as far as reconnections go. I got a, a haircut for the first time since, uh, probably February or March, <laughs> Uh, I was able to support somebody uh, that is new to the uh, to the industry to the to the haircutting industry, and uh, got a haircut done. It was uh, it's an interesting experience sitting there with the mask on, getting a haircut and everything else uh, in a salon, which I'm not. I usually go to a very traditional barber shop that's local here, um, so I haven't set foot in a salon in decades <laughs> at this point. And this was definitely a little bit more on the bougie salon side of things. So, there's, you know, there has been high, like, I don't want you to think like the past two weeks has just been nothing but doom and gloom. And I think this is something that has, uh, is a positive as far as, yes, for the past two weeks I have had some struggles, but I've been able to identify the moments of joy that I've had in those two weeks as well. So I think that is a huge step forward for me as a person, as uh, a, you know, a positive uh, mental uh, forward type individual to be able to identify and say, well, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a bad two weeks, but there's positivity in those two weeks as well. And I think that's that we need to, you know, take those little victories, take those little amounts of joy, those little, um, uh, instances and compound them into not saying, well, I had a horrible two weeks. You know, I had, yeah, I, had, I struggled the past two weeks, but there's been some incredible uh, things that I've done or things that I've accomplished or sights that I've seen or smells that I've smelled or whatever. And it's these little moments, you know, it, I think there's, I think this goes in general, like most people say they have it. Well, I had a bad day today. Well, did you really have a bad day or Jeff? you know, uh, 10, 15, 30 minutes of a bad day? Did you have an hour and a half of a bad day? And then you just let that kind of bleed and creep into the rest of the day as far as your feelings go. What what little wins did you have? You know, what, what experiences did you have that day? And I'm not saying that you can't have a completely bad day. I have had completely bad days where I have been able, not able to identify any positivity, any joy whatsoever in that day. And that's that's okay. It's okay to have days like that as long as you're working towards uh, getting a forward path out of those days as well, you know? So I think it's been a huge, uh, for me, and I think doing this, this podcast right now has allowed me to think about the past two weeks more. And that, that's why I love doing this guys. And this is why I think, you know, it's probably the same, 
same concept behind therapy as well. <laughs> it's talking and getting things out. And like I said, I, I probably would not have realized you know, I'm sitting here smiling now, thinking about all the little points of joy that I had over the past two weeks instead of focusing on just the uh, the, 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 the the climb out of the pit of despair, <laughs> okay, uh, over the past two weeks instead. So, I, I, you know, talking is so important. Whether you do this to your, you know, like this, where you talk to yourself, basically, your, your, your own therapist, <laughs> or you actually go and get therapy help, you know, and there, there's, it's so accessible nowadays, it seems. There's a lot of online stuff. I was listening to um, uh, the Duncan Treskel uh, Family Hour podcast last night. <coughs> Excuse me, as I was going to bed, and uh, he actually had an ad, one of his sponsors or whatever, for I think it was Better Health or something like that. And it's just, and there's a couple of these now that are online therapies. They, you know, they they hook you up with therapists online. And so forth and so on. And it seems much more accessible, and I think that's great. I think it it is expanded and opened up the mental health conversation and uh, and the well being. All right. So hold on a second. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go grab a drink. I mean, you guys won't realize this. I'm just gonna uh, hit pause and come back real quick. But I just want to let you know if I sound a little bit different when I come back, it's because I'm gonna go grab a drink real quick. Hold on. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. I had a lovely, got a lovely cup of coffee here to help uh, wet my whistle, <clears throat> as some will say. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so uh, I think it's important that we are able to find, I think that's what I was talking about, <laughs> moments of the of joy. Like I said, I, I think that's been super helpful. Um, when got a tattoo, like I said, earlier this week, uh, just want to give a shout out to Equinox Art Collective in Woodstock, Georgia. If you guys need any tattoo uh, related artwork on your body, there's some absolutely incredible artists there. Uh, and I appreciate my time that I got to spend there. That was, that was a complete joyful, um, joyful period. No question about it. Joyful time. Uh, sitting there with Jen, my tattoo artist. Uh, and she's just, uh, <laughs> putting this beautiful, it's actually, uh, an old lady, biker lady, uh, face, uh, absolutely gorgeous lady, uh, lady face, lady head, <laughs> and uh, uh, maybe I'll put a picture of it on the uh, on the Instagram. If you guys want to follow the Instagram, Mike's uh, Happiness uh, Pursuit of Happiness, you can find me on Instagram if you want as well. Uh, some of you may have already seen the tattoo or whatever, but uh, but it was a joyful experience. You know that was great. As, as some people are like, well, it's painful. Yeah, it's fine. There's a little discomfort. That's fine. Um, but you know it's physical pain. <laughs> I was coming off of two weeks of of emotional pain and mental pain and everything else. I'll take a little physical pain to break that shit up. <laughs> a little needle therapy, a little ink therapy. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that. So, uh, so you know, identifying those little joyful things, and I I, I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to uh, think about well, if you had, you know, at the end of the day. If you sit there and you're like, man, today was a shitty day. It was a bad day. I challenge you to type to to think about, well, was there any points of positivity? Was there any little rays of hope or rays of sunshine that did shine in on that day? And focus on those because it really can change your spirit. So, hell, it's changed mine even just thinking about it here. Um, I, I think it's amazing. That's what I love about doing this. So thank you guys for listening to me. Uh, because this has been hugely helpful for me this morning on this Saturday morning. I gotta go cut the grass later on. 
today, which is that's I'm going to procrastinate that as much as possible. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow morning when it's not so hot. It's like nine o'clock here, nine thirty or something like that. Uh, it's already horrifically hot outside, so uh, maybe I'll procrastinate that till tomorrow, and that's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, but that has to be done. Uh, but I'm in much better spirits uh, right now after just talking this stuff out loud uh, and and. Uh, and communicating with you guys. So if you guys want to communicate with me, I don't have my stupid notebook with me, but uh, you can email me at Mike's Pursuit of Happiness at gmail.com. Or no, it's Mike's Happiness at gmail.com. Mike's Happiness at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to uh, shoot an email over, feel free to do so because I would love to talk to you guys. I don't know who's listening. If anybody's listening, I appreciate you if you are listening. I do, I do appreciate that. Hopefully. You're enjoying this. Hopefully, you're getting some 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 benefit out of this. Uh, and I would I would definitely, uh, like I said, challenge you guys to try to find some joy. Uh, you know, little bits of joy if you're having a rough week or something like that. Think back, think back on on the rest of that week and what are those highlights that uh, that maybe at the time you kind of cast aside, right? Because you were not necessarily in the moment. Because that's one of the things we all, I think we all need to work on is our mindfulness to make sure that we are in the moment. Because now that I'm thinking about this, there's definitely some joyful periods. There's joyful things that happened that I probably could have experienced better or I could have been uh, more engaged with uh, some of these conversations and some of the, the interactions that I had um, if I didn't have this stupid nagging uh, thing in the back of my head because I was not necessarily in the moment. I was, you know, had some flashback issues of, of uh, sadness or whatever, but you know, I think just talking about it today is allowed me to reinterpret those moments as joyful moments over the past couple of weeks, and uh, it's huge. And it shows you that hey, you know what? Even though uh, you feel you've had a bad day, a bad week, a bad couple of weeks, that there hey, there's still happiness, there's still joy, there's still uh, good and positive energies uh, that you have experienced the past couple of weeks. So, so that's awesome. Um, what else do I want to talk about today? I want to talk, I, I was at Michael's yesterday, uh, craft store Michael's, because again, I fell down this stupid rabbit hole of, of, uh, how do we, uh, make pine needle, traditional Appalachian pine needle baskets. Uh, and I got a lot of pine needles in my backyard. So I picked a bunch of those up and I was like, Oh, we need to go get some thread and, and, uh, and some needles and stuff. So, uh, my daughter and I just happened to be out. We had to go to target for something real quick. Uh, masked up, went to Target, and then uh, while we were there, there's a Michaels right across the street, so we jumped into Michaels, and I bought some some wax thread and uh, some needles. And uh, while I was in the checkout line, uh, there's a magazine section at Michaels, and I found this magazine, and it's a Time Special Edition magazine, The Science of Happiness, New Discoveries for a More Joyful Life, Relationships, Exercise, Inner Life, Diet, and Meditation, and it has a bunch of silly emojis all over the cover. Uh, so according to this, I haven't read any of this yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into it, but I grabbed it and bought it because it's a whole magazine, special edition of Time magazine. It is an updated reissue of Time's special edition. It should be on display and available until uh, October 9th, 2020. Uh, fuck, I paid fifteen dollars for this goddamn magazine. <laughs> I just saw the price tag on it. It was fifteen dollar magazine. This shit better be worth it. <laughs> fucking time <laughs> uh the fact that i'm buying a magazine in in such a digital world i like physical media though like i like books i like records i like you know magazines and stuff so uh i use them as reference tools i get a lot of joy out of physical media still um 
So it's worth it, but uh, it is what it is. But, uh, like I have a huge collection of Mother Earth news magazines as well. And yeah, you can buy the entire catalog for like 60 bucks digital, digitally, uh, but I'd rather go to yard sales and find old uh, old copies of Mother Earth news magazines and buy them up and stuff like that and have physical copies of it. They just bring me joy. And it also brings clutter, which is not a good thing, but <laughs> it is what it is. I'm, uh, I had this conversation uh, with my tattoo artist uh, with Jen because her husband is a collector like I am. <laughs> and I said, we are collectors. We're not hoarders. Uh, the difference is our shit's cool. Uh, so if you have cool shit, you're a collector. If you have uh, not cool stuff, you're a hoarder. So, <laughs> so I'm a collector. <laughs> I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> but I like physical media. So I saw this magazine, and of course I had to pick it up. Science of Happiness it fits into everything that I'm pursuing right now, right? So I'm going to read through this. I'm going to let you guys know how I feel about this. So uh, I did finish the uh, I Let Waldman's um, A Really Good Day book. I, I think it is a fabulous book. Um, it is about microdosing. Uh, she uh, she microdosed with uh, with LSD uh, for a month, and basically it's a journal of day by day on how how it affected her. So, so she suffers from uh, depression. Uh, it's actually uh, cycle uh, driven for her as far as uh, her, her 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 menstrual cycle goes. Uh, and as she's gotten older, she's had to find new ways to overcome that because her cycle, as uh, you know, as you guys would probably understand if you're a woman, as you get older, your your body changes, your cycle changes and stuff like that. So she was having depression specifically based around uh, when uh, she had her menstrual cycle. Um, and it's, it's a, it's an actual thing. Um, but as she was getting older that, you know, her formula that she was utilizing was not working as well because her menstrual cycle became erratic or, or whatever it is as she got older and older. So, um, so she, actually started down the road of, of, uh, of looking at microdosing and it's an incredible book. Uh, and it, it, and basically she would do, um, uh, one day on and then two days off, which is the, the James Fetterman's protocol basically for microdosing. And when you microdose it, you know, I said if microdose LSD, you might've been like, Holy shit, what? Uh, so microdosing is you're taking a dose of, uh, a psychedelic like LSD or psilocybin mushrooms, and it's a uh, below perceivable level. So you're not tripping balls. You're not, you're not sitting there having hallucin uh, hallucinations or anything like that. You're, you're taking a dosage that is sub, um, oh, what's the word? I can't even think about it right now. I mean, just take another drink of coffee, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, let's say subdermal, but it's not under your skin. <laughs> sub perceptual. There you go. It's sub perceptual. So you don't actually feel, uh, like, you know, like I said, you're not tripping, you're not having uh, hallucinations or whatever, but it is activating your brain. It's activating neuroplasticity in your brain. It's activating new connections. It's resetting your brain and so forth and so on. And there's some incredible studies about this, but uh, I'm not going to get into it here on this because this could be an hour conversation in and of itself. Uh, but it helped her quite a bit. And she has reinforced the fact that I want to try this a lot as well. Uh, this is definitely something that I want to look into. Uh, but also, she reinforced my fears about it as well. So she is, um, you know, an, a, a successful writer. Uh, she's written that book as well as a bunch of other books. Prior to that, she was a, an attorney. She has a family. Um, you know, she's uh, not your typical uh, what you would think. She's very much like me as far as like uh, thinking about experiences with drug use in the past and stuff like that. Um, 
and she's in California, so there's certain things that are legal there as far as uh, like marijuana was legal. Uh, and she was using that. It's funny because she talked about how she didn't like getting high. And I was like, I agree. I don't like getting high either. Uh, but she was taking uh, some edibles to, to help her sleep because she had sleep issues and stuff like that. I'm like, holy shit. So there's a lot to relate about uh, in her story and, and the way I feel about certain things as well. Now, granted, I don't have uh, depression based on uh, on my menstrual cycle um, because I don't have one because I'm a guy, but I do uh, I do have issues uh, through depression otherwise. And, and, you know, it's not to say that, uh, uh, you know, men don't have <laughs> some kind of a monthly uh, cycle that we, we go through as far as our hormones and whatnot. I'm sure we do. Uh, I haven't div- dove, dove into the side of that, but uh, man, menopause and <laughs> bullshit like that, I'm sure it's a thing uh, as testosterone changes and whatever. Uh, but it, it's reinforced again. This book, her experience has reinforced the the fact that this is definitely some microdosing is something I, I want to investigate more and more and more. Uh, but on top of that, it also reinforced the fact that it's it's still a Schedule One drug, and it's a felony to even possess in Georgia. Uh, even I, so, I was looking into um, possibly instead of using LSD because the problem with LSD. So there, there's there's advantages to both of these. LSD makes sense to me from a dosing perspective because it's 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 synthesized, right? So it's a a lab chemical. So it's you know exactly what the dosage can be because it's a synthesized uh, material. The problem with that is is you can't go to a lab and buy it. You got to buy it from a drug dealer. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, opportunities there to not have the, the pure LSD. You know, people have not – LSD, psilocybin, the, the two psycho, psychedelic um, compounds, are some of the safest drug compounds uh, there are. You know, if you look at the toxicity of them, it's amazing how low the toxicity is. Uh, for these two type of drugs. And, uh, you know, so people, you can't overdose. You don't overdose on LSD. You don't overdose on mushrooms. You overdose on LSD that's been stepped on and cut with other bullshit. And, and uh, they have like a same thing with ecstasy and stuff like that. MDMA, you know, yes, there is opportunities there where you can overdose on that and stuff like that. But you'll find that a lot of deaths that come from like ecstasy use and everything else are either people putting themselves in stupid physical situations that make no sense because it, it increases your body temperature and then are to rave, you're dancing around like a crazy person, everything else. So you're putting a lot of stress on your body because of that. But on top of that, you also have situations where it's not pure MDMA. It's it's cut with some kind of an amphetamine or speed or something along those lines because it's cheaper and easier to produce those. So uh, the drug dealers will do that or the drug manufacturers will do that because we're not dealing with legalized uh, narcotics. We're not dealing with legalized drugs where we go to a lab. We're dealing with somebody that made this in a uh, basement or some shit like that. Who knows, right? So I said, all right, well, even though LSD, in my opinion, is probably the better option as far as dosing opportunities go, let's look at mushrooms, okay? Growing my own mushrooms, possibly. Magic mushrooms, right, is what we want to call them. Well, I found out that it's very easy to grow mushrooms. Uh, well, it's not very easy. There's, there's obviously uh, growing anything can be difficult. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, I found out that Georgia, where I'm located, is one of the few states where even owning the mycelium, the the the, the the roots, the, the the part of the organism that's not the magic mushroom part of the organism. It's like the, the you know, the substrate system, the spores of this plant are illegal to own. 
you can't even own those. Um, so there are reputable dealers that you can buy uh, liquid mycelium from online that are, are, you know, they propagate the the mycelium and everything else, and, and you're, you're, you you know you're getting a pure uh, starter, basically, that you can grow and everything else. I can't even get that shipped here uh, to Georgia because just owning the root system is illegal, uh, even though it doesn't have any uh, uh, psychedelic compound or anything like that. Just owning the spores are illegal, uh, which is ridiculous. So, uh, so, so again, Eileen, uh, Aileen talks about how you know she did this for a month, and then and then uh, there's one chapter in there where she's talking about how she. It was towards the end of the experiment, the 30-day experiment, and she tried to buy LSD to continue the experiment and how she kind of freaked out. And, again, she was an attorney prior to that. She was a public defender prior to that uh, and was very, very involved with uh, drug uh, cases and drug law and everything else. And, uh, and there's, a, she, there's a chapter where she was going to buy some LSD from a drug dealer, from a friend of a friend drug dealer type of thing. And she freaked out, and it's totally going to be me. So it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, so unfortunately, I don't know if, if uh, microdosing is, is something that's in my future or not, because uh, there's the, the legal aspect of it, which is ridiculous. So I could legally go to a doctor and get all sorts of pharmaceutical opportunities and drugs that have not such great, um, in my opinion, if you look, read through the studies of, of, of some of these SSRIs and other depression drugs and stuff like that, uh, they don't have spectacular um, results. They, they, they have you know, 30 40% results uh, of people that help, uh, and it doesn't seem to necessarily help everybody. And it could be a situation where, all right, well, that one's not working, so let's stack another one on top of it. Next thing you know, you're four different pills in on four different medications. They're supposed to be interacting with each other to make you feel better and everything else. And uh, they all have side effects. They all have side effects. But I can't grow a mushroom uh, and take a tiny, tiny bit of mushroom uh, once every three days to help expand and reset my brain and uh, possibly if, if, if there's lots and lots of research on this uh, so far. There's a ton of anecdotal uh, research because we can't legally study anything because the government has put a, a squash on the psychedelics because it's all Schedule One drugs for some fucking reason. Uh, and there's a whole political side of that. I'm not going to get into it here again. That could be a whole other podcast in and of itself. So, um, so I don't know what the 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 future of that is, but I do recommend uh, that book. It's called A Really Good Day. Um, again, it's Aileen uh, Waldman um, or Walderman. I don't have the book with me. It's upstairs. I apologize. Uh, but I finished that book. It's a great book. I bought it on Amazon. It was not very expensive. I got a hardcover of it on Amazon. I'm sure you can get it uh, digitally if you wanted to as well. Again, I have a thing for uh, <laughs> for uh, uh, physical media. So I, I enjoyed reading the actual book. I'm actually reading right now uh, James Fatterman's um, The Psychedelics uh, or Psychonauts. What's it called? Uh, Psychedelic Guidebook or something like that. Uh, it's James Fatterman's book. Um, so I'm going to read that. I'm starting to read that as well. Just for, because I want to continue to, uh, to do research on it and everything else. So, uh, But I'm really excited to dive into this Times magazine, this New York Times special edition magazine, The Science of Happiness. See what it says. Uh, I haven't done that. I'll probably read through this over this weekend or whatever, and I'll let you guys know. Uh, I do want to start, once I get back into my actual morning routine, 
uh, this week, which again, I'm, uh, my my goal is tomorrow to get the fuck out of bed and go for a walk tomorrow morning <clears throat> and start me back on my uh, morning routine of, of joy and happiness that I that I have had good experience with over the past um, month or so that I've been doing it. So I'm going to start that, but I also want to, going forward next week, also get back into looking at meditation and mindfulness practice and everything else. Uh, so I do owe that to you guys. That was supposed to be... <laughs> The most recent uh, podcast was supposed to be my trials and tribulations of a week of meditation and mindfulness practice and everything else and let you guys know how that's going. But instead, uh, things have changed. There, there was a boomerang, <laughs> or not boomerang, but there was a monkey wrench thrown into uh, the mix. So there was that uh, for the past couple of weeks that I've been dealing with. So it is what it is, which is fine. It is life. This is not, this is not a... Uh, uh, this is not a written uh, and directed uh, show here. This is life, <laughs> and I owe it to you guys to uh, to to give you the content that's uh, that's truthful, that's honest, that is what it is. Uh, I feel much better though. Uh, you know, I, I procrastinated doing this. I was supposed to record this. I should have recorded this last week, to be honest with you. I should have recorded a podcast last week after I posted on my Instagram that I was not going to uh, do one last week. Uh, two days later, I was like, I should do a podcast just because I know it's going to make me feel better because this has become a tool for me, um, to find my happiness. The pursuit of ha my happiness includes sharing with you guys because I feel so much better. Again, I, I think the big takeaway for me this week was, and I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but I feel so much better now than when I started and it has nothing to do with the coffee uh, that I'm drinking. So, <laughs> uh, but it's just it's once I start talking about things, once I start you know letting the words come out and and thoughts get out of my brain and actually become alive in the universe here through my mouth through spoken word, it allows me to reflect on things. It allows me to see things a little bit differently. And, and again, finding these moments of joy over the past couple of weeks and and being able to focus on those and isolate those and say, man, you know what? Yeah, the past two weeks have been rough. But they weren't all horrible. I think that's great. I think that's a wonderful move forward for me. Uh, and again, I want to thank you guys for listening to me. If you've made it to this point, I really, really do appreciate it. If not, it's fine. You know, whatever you get out of this, if you, if you enjoy this or not, that's fine. I appreciate you guys hanging out and trying to listen to me uh, ramble on and talk about things. So. Uh, if you want to f feel free to share with friends if you want, that's fine too. You know, the more the merrier. We can talk about things, have great conversations again going forward. Uh, feel free to email me uh, at my Gmail. Again, Mike's happiness at gmail.com if you want to have a conversation. All right. Oh, I got to say the one thing that I am very proud of that I have not done over the past two weeks is um, I have not uh, drank. I have not um, fall. So I have not really drank much. Um, since the the quarantine type thing started, uh, actually, really haven't unless I was with somebody uh, situation where I was you know at where I was hanging out with somebody, which is far and few between. Have a couple of drinks. I don't have necessarily. I don't feel like I have a problem with drinking whatsoever. Um, I, I have. A, I've, I'm a big. <laughs> I say a big fan of, but I I, I have a, a hard time uh, limiting. Uh, you know, so when I start drinking, it's kind of like it's full bore, right? It's just go. Um, I, I'm really, I'm an asshole to myself, uh, when I drink alone, 
I really am not a big fan. I always joke and say, hey, the first half of the bottle of whiskey, the first half, I'm I'm a happy son of a bitch. The second half, I'm a, one of the most detrimental and evil sons of bitches to myself ever, that second half of that, that whiskey bottle. So, um, so I am proud that over the past two weeks, even though I did fall back into my little pit of despair, I did not uh, drink at all. I did not try to uh, alter my consciousness through the joy of fermented um alcohol uh which is good i i think i'm gonna try to you know continue on with with sobriety as far as things go because i think it's a huge plus for me and it's not a promotion or or detraction for you or, or anything whatever do what you do if you're happy with what you do then be happy with what you do that's fine this is something that i've analyzed in and of myself so but i'm actually proud of myself for the past two weeks that i i haven't you know decided, well, you know what, I feel like shit, let me just change the uh, uh, the consciousness of my my brain by flooding it with, uh, with alcohol, <laughs> and then probably wound up uh, hating myself even more from doing that, so uh, so that's a little win there too, I guess, you know, so I'm happy about that, I, you know, and like I said, I don't feel like I have a problem with, uh, with alcohol, uh, I have a problem with it by myself, uh, uh, the way I, I perceive myself and, and uh, it fuels the enemy mind, no question about it. In my own head, it fuels self-doubt. It fuels, you know, I suppose I have courage in a shot. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, after a bottle, instead of just a shot, it's no longer courage. It's more of a self-deprecation in my my mind or, or my, uh, not my mind, but my uh, my case. So, you know, again, it, it's not a plug or pro for anything or whatever for you guys, but uh, I just uh, wanted to bring that up because it is something that I'm a little bit proud of over the past couple of weeks. I have not fallen back into all bad habits um, over the past couple of weeks. So there's that. All right, with that, I appreciate you guys listening to me. I'm going to let you guys go. I'm not like I'm holding you here, but I'm going to wrap this thing up instead of just rambling on. Uh, thank you. It, it, this has been a very, very good um good, I don't know, about an hour or so, I guess. This has been a very, very positive thing for allowing me to do. Again, I know I should have done this uh, last week because I probably would have felt better and probably would have progressed faster, but uh, I needed my two weeks of, of pity party, self-pity party, I guess, uh, to get myself here. So I appreciate you guys listening to me. Thank you. Get out there, spread love, spread joy, find your own happiness, start your own pursuit to get out there and find your uh, happiness Feel free to reach out if you have any questions, concerns, or comments. I love all of you. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you online next time.